Hi, and welcome to the Stop Chasing Skinny podcast, where every single Tuesday we interview a new guest to talk about topics to help you craft your own fit life. The title Stop Chasing Skinny comes from my own personal tagline of life begins when you stop chasing skinny. You see, I spent many years running many miles, taking many classes, and trying many diets, but none of those worked. So finally, I got down to the business of understanding what really matters. And it's not just about how much exercise you can do or how little you can eat. It's everything else that goes into it. So I created this podcast to help you so you can craft your own fit life. Every single Tuesday, you can listen to an interview with a guest. And now every Friday, you can listen to me a second time where I take questions you have sent to me and I spend about 15 minutes answering them. You can even feed your brain this nourishing brain food by listening while you're cooking, commuting, cleaning, walking the dog, or just about anything else. Because that is how we craft a fit life. So let's get on with the show. And today with us, we have Jack. Jack and I were introduced by a mutual friend, Elia. You may have remembered her from the NBC Spartan Ultimate Team Challenge. She was my teammate, and she has a great story. So a lot of you have already listened to her story on here. You'll understand why she connected Jack and I in just a second. So Jack does these really cool running meditations. Um, I'm going to have him explain the whole thing because I'm still learning myself. But I just thought, what a great concept that these two things that we're told all the time are healthy for us, like running and meditation, are brought together because usually runners don't want to slow down for meditation. So anyway, we're going to learn more about that. Uh, First, I want to introduce Jack and ask him to share more with us. Sure. Stephanie, thanks so much for having me. I'm uh, honored to be here and uh, happy to talk about uh, running meditation with you. Um, the uh, The project that, that I started, uh, gosh, it's been uh, only, it's only a few months old at this point, um, was sort of born out of uh, a book I read uh, called The Miracle Morning. I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, for your listeners, it is an amazing book. And legitimately changed my life not that not that I had a not that my life was in a bad place by any stretch but uh, it has just given me new direction new confidence and uh, was sort of the impetus for this this project um, the the miracle morning basically uh, has six elements that you're supposed to practice each day and uh, without going into too much detail two of the elements are exercise and meditation and I really derive so much uh, benefit from getting up first thing in the morning. I got my butt out of bed, you know, an hour earlier at least <laughs> than I was used to. Uh, and the first thing you do is you exercise and you just kind of get your uh, your blood moving. And, uh, you know, whatever form that takes is, uh, is, is cool. It's completely up to you. But for me, I'm a runner, so I would get up and go for a run. And then I would come back and meditate. And then you get into the other four elements of the, the miracle morning. Um, but somewhere along the way, I started thinking, man, it would be nice to sort of combine these two because for me, running has, uh, always been sort of a meditative, uh, practice. You know, I really get a lot out of it mentally, spiritually. Um, I'm not one to typically put the, uh, the headphones on and listen to music, although I think that's fine. Uh, I always just enjoy, uh, listening to the sound of my feet, listening to my breath and taking in my surroundings. So for me, it was... 
sort of a natural fit. Uh, but uh, long story short, I started looking for uh, guided meditations for runners. Uh, I listened to a lot of guided meditations on YouTube, and I had purchased some 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 guided meditations online. And I love just listening to the experts uh, sort of walk me through a, a meditation. So I figured there's got to be some great stuff uh, for runners because the two go hand in hand, at least in my book. And to my chagrin, <laughs> there yeah. really wasn't anything good out there. Um, and uh, no offense to anybody who who's released a, a, a running meditation, but um, I sort of searched the far reaches of the internet and really couldn't find a good guided meditations f- uh, for runners. So uh, I decided to uh, to put this project together, and that's uh, that's the short version of how uh, Running Deep came to pass. That is so cool because I, I one I have to say I think it's super cool that you took something that you learned from a book and actually implemented it. How many times do we just gain more information and we don't actually take action on it? Yeah, totally. Um, So that's super cool. And um, just like you said, you know, running can be meditative for you, but I think like the guided meditation element takes it to a whole new level. Um, You know, for anybody who hasn't listened to a guided meditation, it's it's pretty darn life changing. I had somebody send me one as a like it's a funny one. It's not a joke. <laughs> it's very serious stuff yeah. there. But um, holy smokes, it's great. I return to that all the time. It's like three minutes long, but by the time you're finished listening to that, you're just in a different space. So I just think it's really cool how you combine these two things into one activity because you know time is time is of the essence. And so a lot of times runners have a hard time of sitting down and actually meditating. Um, but it's really important. It is. It is. I, I mean, for me, it has been sort of the cornerstone of my uh, sort of sort of mindset shift uh, that I've experienced over the last uh, couple of years. Um, I'm just, uh, I mean, generally speaking, I'm a happier person. Uh, I've become a glass half full person. Um, I was always sort of a glass half empty guy, uh, my first say 38 years. And, uh, now (laughs) I, I really have become a guy who, uh, when, when obstacles come my way, um, in the past, I would, uh, dwell on them, worry about them, really let it affect me. And now I just see them as challenges. And to me, challenges are fun. And, uh, I know your listeners, uh, a lot of them are athletes and, uh, you know, I think uh, we we all take uh, a, a good challenge as uh, as something that's fun, and uh, we invite challenges into our life. So if you if you can start to see problems uh, and and stuff that you know crap that happens at work or wherever, if you start to see that as a challenge rather than a problem and woe is me, um, I think that's huge. And for me, meditation helped me sort of get to that point where I could uh, have more of a, a glass half full approach to, to life in general. So um, I, I think guided meditations for a beginner are great uh, because they, they walk you through exactly um, what you need to do, what you need to focus on, uh, where your thoughts should be. Uh, and so for a beginner, yeah, you don't really know what to do uh, to, to meditate. Uh, there's some really awesome stuff out there. And if you just go to YouTube you know, later on, I'll recommend some, some good places to go uh, but there are some really incredible guided meditations as short as you know five minutes long you know for a newbie if you just want to dive in and check out a five minute meditation um, to, to dip your toe in the water and see if it's for you uh, I really recommend it that's a that's a really great point um, about how 
somebody who's just getting started in meditation may need some guidance. Um, I know a lot of times you hear with meditation, just so I don't really meditate much, I should do it a lot more. (laughs) Um, But a lot of times you'll hear, okay, just sit down and empty your mind. Don't think of anything. Oh my gosh, that sounds like torture. It really does. I'd rather go run 13 miles. (laughs) Um, Right. So, yeah, so so explain to the listener just a little bit more about kind of what is in a guided meditation. Does it talk about like breathing? Does it talk about what to think about? What what does it do for you? Yeah, and, and just we'll, we'll we'll sort of separate guided meditations from the running genre just for the time being. But okay. um, you know, there's all kinds of guided meditations out there. So again, if you hop on YouTube and you do a search um, for guided meditations and and think of any sort of issue that you could possibly deal with in your life, there's a guided meditation out there that will help you deal with it. So, um, for example, sleep meditations are huge. You know, a lot of people experience meditation, uh, sorry, a lot of people experience uh, problems sleeping or insomnia. There are tons of awesome guided meditations that you can listen to to sort of help you drift off to sleep. Um, Lots of guided meditations for anxiety, stress, uh, relationship problems, you know, public speaking fear. There are meditations to help you quit smoking. Um, you know, th- there's all kinds of different meditations out there. But uh, I-, I think the the smart place to start, if you want to sort of dip your toe in the water, is uh, just a general mindfulness guided meditation where you you just focus on the the present moment. Um, it's usually a practice of gratitude. You know, you're you're grateful for the present moment. Uh, you're grateful that you're alive, that you're able to breathe, that you can walk, assuming you can walk. Um, you know, uh, it, it's really a practice in gratitude, and it's a practice in just staying present. And if you can learn to stay present, um, it really can help you in so many aspects of your life. And it took me a while to sort of to sort of grasp this, but. Uh, it's so true because if you think about it, it, it makes sense. If you if you're focused on the now, you're not worried about the past. And so many of us deal with, uh, or so many of us dwell in the past. Oh, this happened to me. That happened to me. Woe is me. And so many of us worry about the future. You know, what's going to happen down the road? Uh, am I going to be able to retire? Am I ever going to meet somebody? Um, but if you stay in the present moment, uh, it sort of eliminates all that. And uh, I think. The past and the future is the source of a lot of stress and a lot of uh, discomfort in uh, in people's lives. And uh, just a simple mindfulness practice daily, even just five minutes daily, uh, can really make a dramatic impact in your life. So, um, you know, eventually, uh, if you listen to the guided meditations, eventually you can sort of wean yourself and learn to sort of sit in silence and meditate and uh, stay present and, and do a basic mindfulness practice on your own. But uh, certainly for the beginner, I would recommend just uh, find find a good guided meditation uh, for mindfulness and uh, that'll set you down the right path. Ah, uh, that is a beautiful explanation. I think that that was really the best explanation of meditation I've ever heard. <laughs> um, it, yeah, because it doesn't make you think like, oh my gosh, that's too much. I can totally do that, you know, like somebody will walk me right through it. So we're going to take a really quick break. And we're going to come right back. Did you know that SK Fit Life has a men's coaching program? Well, we do. And we will get you or your guy into and out of his workout within 45 minutes. 
start building muscle, start blasting fat with me, Stephanie, and we've brought on a new coach, Coach Steve. You can find all that information right on the website under the men's training program. And welcome back. That's really awesome. Yep, yep. And, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, clearing your thoughts. And that does sound a little daunting where, wow, I, I don't know if I could just sit there and not think of anything. But as you get into it, you learn that thoughts are okay um, in, in meditation. And the mind is always working. And it's impossible to just shut down your thoughts. It just isn't possible. Uh, but what mindfulness meditation teaches is that, you acknowledge the thoughts that pop into your brain and you sort of let them go. And uh, one, one guided meditation, I guess, artist that uh, I listened to put it uh, as uh, in terms of balloons. Think of thoughts as balloons. They're kind of floating by and then you let them float away and then you, you you've usually center back on your breath. You know, that's a good way to sort of bring yourself back to the present moment. Uh, if you find yourself thinking, then you just uh, focus on your breath again and that will bring you back to the present moment. That's awesome. Listener, did you just take a deep <laughs> breath? I know I did. <laughs> I realized I was just sitting here holding my breath, um, <laughs> which I think a lot of people do a lot of times. And um, I love how you bring that back to uh, being grateful that you can even do some of these things. I, I see a lot of times people will complain about, oh, I have to work out. Oh, it's not fair. Oh, I have to eat well this diet sucks or whatever, you know, whatever kind of <laughs> yep. negative, um, spin on taking care of yourself because yeah, it's work. Um, but I loved, I, I listened to, um, to your guided meditations for running and I loved the one where, I mean, I loved all of them, but I, I really appreciated the point where they were saying to, be appreciative or be grateful that you could go for a run. And we talk yeah. about this a lot with my clients. I always say, because I can, you know, it's great to do that because I can, not because I have to. Um, so I love that you are constantly bringing that into focus, which takes the other stuff out of focus. Yep. Yep. I, I think gratitude is such a, a game changer. If you can um, almost in the beginning anyway, force yourself to be grateful for the things that you have, it can really change your perspective. Um, you know, for me, uh, when I'm experiencing a stressful day at work or uh, a bout of just worry or, you know, feeling uh, down in the dumps, uh, just like a five-minute um, sort of reprieve where you think about and focus on the things that you're grateful for can completely shift your mindset. And yeah, you know, when you're when you're about to work out and you sort of ha are in that place where, ugh, I don't want to work out, um, and you're kind of trying to, you're struggling to find the motivation to make yourself do it. I think uh, just a little bit of gratitude um, for simple things can be huge. Uh, like you said, I mean, just be grateful for the fact that you can run or that you can work out. Um, I'll tell you, one practice that I started um, ah, probably six months ago, uh, every single morning I write down three things that I'm grateful for. And I actually, I have so many things written down at this point where I'm worried that I'm, I'm getting, I'm repeating myself. So I have, uh, I have to do a little search to make sure I'm not repeating myself. So I try <laughs> to, I try to come up with three unique things each day that I'm grateful for. And, uh, you know, if you think about it, we're so lucky, we're so lucky to live, uh, in this day and age where, 
you know, we have iPhones, we have uh, little little computers that we can carry around with us, and we can Skype or FaceTime with somebody on the other side of the world. Um, you know, throughout the history of mankind, uh, people lived in squalor. You know, they didn't have uh, plumbing, they didn't have running water, and uh, we're so fortunate to live in this uh, this day and age with all these gadgets and cars and houses, and we're we're a very wealthy society, actually. So. Um, it should be easy for us to come up with, you know, three things a day that we're grateful for. And, uh, it's a practice I really recommend because for me, it was, uh, it was a game changer. That sounds amazing. That's and and that is something that the listener can just take and implement. It's free. <laughs> It'll change your life. Um, it's awesome. So I kind of want to shift gears just a tiny sure. bit. Um, when you and I talked initially to learn more about the guided meditations, we had talked a little bit about being on a media diet. So this ties right into what you were just saying as far as we are so lucky. So what is it? Why do we feel like we're not lucky a lot of times? I mean, I personally felt like as soon as I went more on a media diet and stopped listening to um, the television with manufactured emotions and things like that, I realized that I was more grateful. I didn't feel like I was lacking so much. You also went on a media diet. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. You know, as as I explained to you uh, previously, you know, I was really into politics for a while, almost just like obsessed. It became a hobby and uh, I was constantly reading books about political philosophy, blogs. I had a podcast all about politics and uh, I really enjoyed it. You know, it was a fun journey for me, but uh, I realized over time that it was just sort of stressing me out and bringing me down. And actually, I I read a book not too long ago called The Slight Edge and uh, the author, escapes me, but it's an awesome book about how tiny little shifts in your behavior um, over time can make a massive impact. And it's kind of like the gratitude practice, you know, writing down three things you're grateful for each day. If you do that every day for years, it'll have a huge impact. You may not feel it after a month, but, you know, do it for five, ten years and uh, it'll have a a huge shift. And I sort of had an epiphany that, uh, you know, news politics, um, all that is sort of uh, senseless and it's not really not really adding anything to my life, you know. Uh, you only have so much time on this earth and do you really want to spend it, you know, nothing wrong with this, but do you want to spend it binge watching uh, Real Housewives and, you know, uh, looking through all the headlines on Yahoo? Um, you know, I guess that's fun and it's fun to, to indulge every now and then and, and we all deserve a little break, but... Uh, for me, it was just uh, it had become a big part of my daily practice, and like this book, the Slight Edge says, I mean, it works in the positive and it works in the negative. Um, you know, if if you have a habit or a behavior that you do every single day over time, it has a huge impact. And I think for me, focusing on the negative headlines in the news and uh, you know the negative nature of politics was just sort of bringing me down. So uh, for me, I felt like. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to cut myself off. I don't need the headlines. I don't need the news. I don't need uh, TV shows. I'd rather spend my time on this earth uh, doing stuff that I enjoy that, uh, you know, uh, is productive. Um, You know, I I think I said this to you. When you're on your deathbed, you're not going to regret that you didn't read the newspaper, but you are going to regret that you didn't spend that time with your family, you know. Uh, You could either uh, watch TV uh, all night or you could uh, do something with your kids or your, your loved one. Uh, those are the things that are that are really important. So, um, 
yeah, this is sort of a new a new practice for me. My friends are sort of making fun of me about it, but uh, uh, it's made a big big difference for me. No, I think that's wonderful. And then kind of to tie it back into the meditation stuff, because those headlines, they're always trying to get your attention, right? It's always, it's about your attention. And so if you are practicing, um, you're a reg- you, you actually do meditation and you are aware of your focus and where your focus goes, it's much easier to let that stuff that's always trying to grab your attention just kind of slide by the wayside. But I think if we aren't very self-aware, then we're, you know, we're wrapped up into it all day, every day. We're affected by it constantly um, versus like having a little more awareness through meditation and things like that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I, I could not agree with you more. Yeah, because our minds, they like, they like to grab onto sticky stuff and marketers have figured this out and um, the news is, is a marketing tool. Don't, don't ever think that it's not. <laughs> yeah, and you, know, you, you, you almost can't blame them. They're in the business of uh, right? you know, grabbing your attention and that's how they make money. And uh, you know, the, the good stories often don't catch our attention, obviously, and it's, uh, it's <laughs> the awful story of like the, the puppy got killed by a sledgehammer or something, you know, and I don't need to know that. It does not, you know, make me happy. I don't want to hear that. I'd rather just uh, remove myself from all the, all that crap for lack of a better term. Oh, I completely agree. I just think that, you know, I I was the same way. I didn't really realize it for a while. And once I started uh, recognizing those things, then I became happier. And, and this all ties into the, all, all the health stuff too, because when you're happier, you, are you don't need to fulfill your life with other things like food. Like a lot of times we we overeat because we're trying to make ourselves happy in some way. We're trying to fill ourselves up. And the same thing with, you know, exercise. Maybe we overexercise, maybe we underexercise, but a lot of that comes down to not feeling very good about ourselves. And so when you feel really good about yourself, you're going to do something to better yourself versus something to either punish yourself or um, well, it's all kind of punishment yeah. in a way. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're right. And I never really thought about it that way. But, um, you know, frankly, when I started the practice of meditation, it just sort of sent me down this path. And I haven't really set out to make all these decisions, but it just sort of naturally evolved. Um, and it all goes hand in hand. You know, I think when you meditate and you're, you're mindful, you become more happy, you become more grateful, and uh, you focus on the things that are important in your life. And for me, that, that meant family and, you know, other pursuits and uh, things that things that fulfill me and uh you know the the news and uh and all that stuff i realized wasn't fulfilling me so yeah it's all it's all related uh it really does all go hand in hand so we're going to take a really quick break we're going to come right back and today's show is sponsored by memer media group memer media group is passionate about helping professionals in the fitness industry expand their influence and businesses beyond the confines of their local community for the very first time in history health wellness and fitness coaches can make a positive impact and earn an income from anywhere in the world check out memer media group at memermediagroup.com m-e-e-m-u-r media group Welcome back. So what other um, 
what other benefits have you noticed in your own personal running from listening to running meditations besides being happier? Have you noticed uh, a difference in your performance or do you like finish your run and go, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I ran. <laughs> do you do anything like that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I feel so much more fulfilled at the end of a run. It sounds kind of cheesy, but wow, it's just a, it's sort of a powerful moving experience each each time you go for a run and you know as I said earlier I, I don't typically like to listen to things when I run you know I never listen to music but um, I love guided meditation so much that um, I make an exception for that so um, when I go for a run I typically either listen to one of these guided meditations or I try to do sort of a meditative practice uh, in silence um, but yeah you know it, it does improve a performance I think uh, part of being mindful is being aware of your body um, and what hurts and, uh, you know, how you should uh, land, for example, when you, when you run, your stride, your pace. And I think just being mindful uh, generally helps you be aware of your, your, your body and your health. Um, one of the artists on this uh, runner's album is a guy named Danny Dreyer. And Danny Dreyer's uh, the founder of uh, something called Chi Running. And I actually read his book years ago when I, I used to run marathons. And uh, I used to have horrible knee pain. And I read Chi Running by Danny Dreyer. And it's all about uh, incorporating the principles of Tai Chi into your running. And um, basically, the, the, the basic premise is you let gravity do the work. So um, if you think about standing straight and you sort of lean forward slowly, eventually you're going to fall on your face unless you bring your foot forward and sort of catch yourself. And so that's that's how he teaches to run. You lean forward and you sort of catch yourself with your foot before you fall. And the more you lean, the faster you run. So a lot of people have sort of an upright posture or even lean back mm -hmm. a little bit. And in that case, you're sort of reaching forward with your legs. You're relying on your legs. You're relying on uh, muscle, uh, you know, force and, and power and all that. And you oftentimes will land on your heel first when you lean back or you're straight up. Um, and landing on your heel jars your knee, it jars your hips, jars your whole body, and can create a, a lot of pain and uh, especially chronic pain. You know, if you run a lot, uh, over uh, a long period of time, um, you know, that can really sort of mess up your body. So um, he teaches to, to lean forward, let gravity do the work, the natural forces of the universe, let them propel you forward. Don't do any more work than you have to. And, um, you know, it can really uh, increase your performance and decrease uh, injury and, and pain that you experience from running. So uh, I reached out to Danny to be a part of the, the album. And uh, to my shock and uh, appreciation, he agreed to, uh, uh, to contribute to guided meditations uh, on the album. He's, uh, he's kind of a big deal uh, in this uh, uh, realm. He's, uh, you know, a best-selling author. And I was very flattered to have him on the album. But uh, his two tracks are awesome. You know, they really, for me, uh, are two of my favorites because they really uh, help you focus on your form. And um, I think for uh, somebody new to a guided meditation, that's a good place to start because his meditations are a little more little more uh, technical and a little more focused on the run and not so much the mind. And the other ones are more focused on, uh, you know, spirituality in your mind and mindfulness and all that stuff. 
I think that is amazing. So I have just a quick story about form. Um, so a lot of my listeners know, like I joke about it, and I'm like, anything but cardio. I used to be a big time <laughs> runner, but um, I really wasn't getting the results I wanted because I wanted muscles, right? And unless I learned how to run on my hands, like I wasn't going <laughs> right. to build shoulders. <laughs> um, and I ended up with a lot of, it just I just was pounding the pavement day after day. Um, my nutrition wasn't really on point, so I carried extra weight. Like I was... I was a runner, but I wasn't the run. Like, it just didn't really work for me overall because I really wasn't doing a lot of the things right. And I see a lot of people um, in regular life where they just think, oh, if I just eat less and I run more, I'll be ripped. Right. And so I talk a lot about running because people can really, like you said, they can injure themselves with overuse injuries and things like that. And so a lot of people just are not even aware of running technique. They don't, they just think you just go run. And so I've been training, um, some obstacle course race clients in person. And I usually focus more on the obstacles because that's kind of the wild card. You know, mm -hmm. um, I give a lot of like running homework for them to do unless they want me to run with them. Um, but for the most part, people can usually do that part on their, on their own. So I'm training this client and we, as part of the training, we were running around the block. And so I was, I asked her, I was like, Hey, has anybody ever corrected your running form before? And she said, no, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> and, um, so just, just having that guided meditation to correct your running form that can, that can avoid lots of injuries. It can make running actually enjoyable for you. It can make you a a faster runner. Um, that's incredible. That alone, um, you add the mind piece into it. I'm, that's probably what I'm going to listen to when I'm <laughs> for these obstacle course races. That sounds amazing. It is. And, and you should also check out the book, uh, Chi Running. Um, he's got a website and a newsletter and, uh, he puts out some really great content, but, uh, yeah, his, his sort of approach to running and form, uh, in particular was a huge, um, it had a huge impact on me and my running. I tell you, I I could run marathons and have zero knee pain after years of running with awful knee pain. I would I, I tried all kinds of knee braces. Um, I would get done with my run and I would ice my knees down. But I'm mm. telling you, once I got this technique down, knee pain, everything completely disappeared. So I'm walking, talking proof of uh, of chi running. That is so cool! Wow, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> This is awesome. So can you tell the listeners how someone can find more information and buy the download for um, all of these awesome meditations while you're running? I mean, that's multitasking at its best. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So they can go to runnersmeditation.com. And uh, if they if they go there and you want to just sort of like, you know, dip your toe in the water and check it out. Uh, you can enter your email and get some free guided meditations from some of the artists. Uh, the free meditations are not running meditations, but there's some really awesome uh, guided meditations that you could just sort of listen to uh, when you have time and just see if you like uh, the, the genre in, uh, in general. And uh, you can also listen to samples of each of the tracks uh, on the website. But there's there's 12 tracks. There's like over four hours of uh, of content. Uh, there's some really cool stuff. Um, there's there's some artists on there called the Honest Guys, and they are they're actually 
YouTube famous, if that's a term. I mean, they have... It is. Yeah, okay, okay. They're YouTube famous. They have a huge subscriber base. Some of their meditations have gotten millions of, of views. And uh, very fortunate uh, that, that they decided to contribute a couple of tracks to the album. One of their tracks is... Uh, I, have to, I have to mention this. It, it's definitely unique, and it's not going to be for everybody. Uh, but if you're a little open-minded and want to try, try something different, uh, th- this one is pretty cool. It's called Running with the Wolves. And it's about 30 minutes long, I think, 25, 30 minutes long. And they they take you through this sort of fantasy meditation where you wind up in the woods, in the middle of the wilderness, running with a pack of wolves. And they're sort of following you. You're the pack leader. And uh, you go through all kinds of cool uh, landscapes and scenery. And um, yeah, it's kind of kind of different. And some people might think it's weird, but it's, it's uh, definitely added uh, some flavor to the album. So uh, check that one out. That's really cool because whenever you're running, I feel like sometimes you do need something to distract your mind. Uh, It can make it a little more enjoyable. So we'll put all those links in there uh, in the show notes and, you know, people can just click right on that. So, wow, thank you so much. This was very enlightening. (laughs) (laughs) No, my pleasure. I really enjoyed it and uh, hope we could do it again. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, Jack. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks, Stephanie.